Welcome and thank you for joining us today on our podcast. I'm Marvin Telemontis, the pastor of River Rock Fellowship. Hope this inspires you and builds up your faith and helps you to see that God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. Well, there are certain things in our lives we simply need to let go of, to just let it go. So that can be so that we can actually grow closer to God. Have you ever been in a relationship where you knew if you really wanted to get close to that person, something in your life needed to go so you could get closer to them? Because the thing in your life was really keeping separation between you and them. And you just knew, that thing's got to go. But has it ever been a struggle? There's things in our life that we know it needs to go, but we struggle to let it go. Well, this sermon series is for you. I know it is for me. The only good part about this sermon series is I get to go through the material before you as the Lord's digging inside of me. So this is not me picking on you. This is me living this out for decades. Because I'll tell you what, I'm not the only one in this room who's got some baggage. Amen? So let me read out loud to us Ephesians chapter 4, verses 31 through 32. It starts off, now here's Paul the Apostle, and he says this, he says, Get rid of all. Uh Uh-oh, there's that three-letter word again. All. Isn't there one exception? Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, slander, as well as all, there's that word again, types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to one another. Whoa, 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 whoa. Have you met my neighbor? Have you met my brother, my sister, my stepfamily? Really? And be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. Now, think about it. Have you ever struggled with anger or with bitterness, wanting to even get even with them? Then when we look at what Paul says, if we're honest, this isn't easy. Oh, it's easy if you want to play pretend church. Oh, get rid of all bitterness and envy and da-da-da-da-da. Hallelujah, Jesus. Have a great day. Now I'm going to hate that person again. See, we can pretend church or we can actually be church. When you actually are church, it's hard. Because Jesus makes us go places we do not want to go. Maybe it's hard because something happened to you and you were hurt. Never lose a job, a career, and you were doing the right thing? Anybody? I've been there. You've been there with me. 
Were you ever doing the ethical thing and it backfired on you? Have you ever been betrayed? Have you ever been abandoned? And yet these scriptures tell us to get rid of our baggage. These are tough words to hear. But if we don't let it go, then we literally choose to carry the baggage into every relationship we're in. Far too many of us have baggage. And you take it wherever you go. If I'm not careful, I preach with my baggage. My baggage goes before me. And you see my baggage, not just what I'm sharing. As a matter of fact, you can get real creative and find ways to carry your baggage so that you don't see it, but everybody else does. Far too many people Walk around carrying heavy baggage from years of mistakes, the hurts, the pains, the bad choices. And Jesus, did you know that there's no condemnation for our past mistakes? That we're given grace, the kind of grace that is eternal. It's time to unpack all of our heavy weight that we're carrying around an attempt to maybe soothe our guilt and our shame for what we did. Or maybe the things that we did that were so awful, we think it's our responsibility to carry the baggage. Or how about all the stuff that happened to you? All that stuff, the mistreatment, the abandonment, the rejection, the abuse, the misuse, the verbal abuse. Don't I have a right? Pastor, don't I have a right? I didn't do anything for this baggage. It's not my fault. Don't listen to the lie that this is about fault. If I get carried on with about whose fault is it i'm trying to play like those little kids you know get a crayon and go from this dot to this dot to this dot so in the end i can create a picture did you know trying to figure out whose fault it is it still makes nothing but an abstract picture in your life it's not worth it in the end what did jesus do wrong to put him on the cross Whose fault was it? Mine and yours. And he was still willing to go to the cross. So maybe I got to be willing to give my baggage to him and stop acting like I'm the Messiah. You know, when you carry baggage, It spills over into your current life. It messes with the relationships you love the most. And actually, it's going to mess with the relationships you haven't even made yet. 
Maybe with a grandchild. Maybe with a great-grandchild. Maybe with a stranger that needs Jesus. And the first thing they're going to see is, what's that thing you're carrying around? I mean, you talk a great game, Pastor. But everywhere you go, I see something else besides those pretty words. So the question I have, anybody here got some baggage? If you want the favor of the Lord, then you got to be willing to let it go. To get rid of it. So that He can have all of you. And He'll carry the baggage. Here's a little secret most of us may not realize. If you want the favor of God, you got to trust Him. Otherwise, you won't let go of the baggage. So as we begin this three-week sermon series, come prepared. And don't come alone. There might be somebody you know who needs to hear about some baggage. Obviously, to let go of unwanted heavy baggage, we must first understand what the issue, what the problem is. Even if we're not responsible for the baggage in the first place. Maybe you're saying, hey, pastor, it's not my fault. Like I said, I didn't do anything. I didn't ask for this to be in my life. I'm adopted. I didn't ask for it. I was, adop- I was conceived out of some strange situation. I didn't ask for it. And if I spend my time worrying about who's at fault, I'm never going to go forward. And I'm going to carry the baggage on me. I get it. But we all live in a fallen world with fallen and broken people So we still need to deal with baggage, whether it's your fault or their fault or who knows whose fault. The baggage is now in your life. So let's deal with the baggage and not worry about whose fault it is. Because that is nothing more than how you get stuck. It's an anchor and it won't let you move forward. In Ephesians 4, we just read verses 31-32. Paul literally identifies seven. Seven specific things that we need to get rid of. So let's look at them. Number one would have been bitterness. And number two would be rage. And three would be anger. And four would be harsh words. Or in, different, in, a, different la- in a different Bible version, it would be brawling or slander or And all types of evil behavior or from every form of malice would be another way to say that. Seven would be unforgiveness. That's been a hard one in my life. 
And honestly, this list of seven is just the tip of the iceberg of all those negative things in our heart that could be there. So the first step to letting our baggage go is to identify the baggage. What are you carrying in your heart? I'm sure your baggage is not, it's a whole lot heavier than you ever planned it was going to be when you took it on. Somebody did something to me and it wasn't right and it was wrong. And guess what? Everybody in the world around you would say you're right. And yet you put it on. You started carrying the baggage. And you had no idea it was going to be that heavy. And the longer you carry it, what do you know? The heavier it got. Baggage is not, it's not nice. Here's a few ideas to help get that. The baggage of identification, that process started. First thing is to bring the process to the Lord in prayer and ask the Lord, would he help to reveal the areas that are weighing you down? And then listen to him. Another thing is consider bringing in mature and trusted people. And I, and I preface that mature and trusted people. Why? Because if you get immature, untrusted worthy people you talk to them and they take your story and they throw it everywhere into the wind and all of a sudden you're wondering why everybody's talking about your mess so find somebody that's mature somebody that's trusted that you can go to that will speak to you about what's in your life and ask them what do you see and by the way, if you're asking them to show you your baggage and you're willing to ask that, then be willing to listen and stop justifying what they're telling you. Well, you would be just like that if you were in my life. You would imagine if that happened to you, how would you be? No, no, you ask them what your baggage was. Let them speak. So what am I telling you to do? Do the most divine thing. Shut up. Listen. Consider going to a professional or a minister or a, a pastor. Schedule an appointment. Then show up. The Bible is very much for trusted counselors, for trusted advisors. So let's look at, at three quick verses in Proverbs. Uh, Proverbs eleven fourteen. Without wise leadership, a nation falls. There is safety in having many advisors. Let's look at the next one. Proverbs nineteen twenty. Get all the advice and instruction you can, so you will be wise the rest of your life. 2018, plan, succeed through good counsel. Don't go to war without wise counsel. Wow. What are some other ways that you can identify baggage in your life? Well, first of all, be honest with yourself as I ask these questions. We're going to go back to Ephesians chapter 4, verses 31, 32. And I'm going to use that list of seven, and I'm going to ask some questions that you need to ask yourself. So answer yourself 
And be honest with yourself as I ask this. Bitterness. Say, ask yourself, am I rude in how I talk to other people? Am I critical? Am I negative? Am I hurtful in how I talk? Do I throw zingers out there all the time and then just smile? Sounds like you might have some bitterness. Rage. Is there violent anger? When something doesn't go right, do you, do you burst out? Anger. This is an emotion that involves intense displeasure. Aggression as a response to an aggravating event or more likely a painful hurt. Matter of fact, if I'm this angry, it's because I've been this hurt. Did you know that? Your hurt is in direct proportion to how angry you are. Here's another one. Harsh words, brawling. Hey, do you meditate on how you can say something to them? Do you put together a manuscript so you can let them have it? Do you send it out on social media? Slander. Do you gossip? Do you gossip about other people? Oh, and Christians, we're good about it. I'm just letting you know so that we can pray about it. Hallelujah, Jesus. All types of evil behavior. Are you just unkind? Or how about unforgiving? Do you meditate about what was done wrong to you that happened a week ago, a month ago, a year ago, a decade, a lifetime ago? And you can't let it go? If you answer yes, how are you dealing with your baggage of this unwanted mess, healthy or unhealthy, addictions or no addictions? Clearly, we need help. The thing about baggage is you can't deal with it by yourself. You need help. I need help. But ultimately, the choice comes from you. The choice comes from me to say, I want to let it go. I can't do it by myself. I need the power of the Holy Spirit. I need the power of the blood of Jesus. I need to submit to the word of God. That decision comes from me. So now once you've identified areas of the unwanted baggage, the next obvious step is to do something that is healthy about it. It's to get rid of it. It's to let it go. See, God's plan for you is so much bigger than just letting it go and being done, done with it. God is interested in healing, in restoring, in reconciling, and seeing you being able to live a life of pure freedom. Free from the baggage and the heaviness of that thing in your life. Listen to the words of, from 1 John chapter 1, 6-9. through 9. 
So we are lying if we say we have fellowship with God, but go on living in spiritual darkness. We are not practicing the truth. Verse 7. But if we are living in the light as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other. Wow. And the blood of Jesus, His Son, cleanses us from just a couple sins. From all sins. Now I'm liking that three-letter word, all, right? If we claim we have no sin, we are only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we confess our sins, to who? To Him. To Jesus. He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all wickedness. Isn't bitterness wicked? Is, isn't all these things that rage and that anger and those harsh words and that slander, that unforgiveness, aren't those wicked things? How many have ever found out having unforgiveness in your heart made all your relationships way better? Right? But when we confess these things, God, I hurt. God, I'm angry. God, I'm broken. I feel abandoned and rejected. God, I can't live with this baggage anymore. When we just say, God, I give it all and I confess. He cleanses us from all unrighteousness. He cleanses us from all evil. Wow. God who is faithful and just, He'll forgive. He'll purify. I know this all sounds amazing and wonderful, I mean, who doesn't want to walk in freedom of the light, unhindered by the excess baggage? So what do you do when the baggage is just too big, too heavy, too difficult to work through? Let me share a story. We used to live in Grass Valley, and, and we were going on a trip down south and taking a, you know, the, the family minivan. We had an Astro van back in the day. And uh, loading up all of, you ever load up gear for five kids and a husband and a wife? And you're asking, what were you thinking? Like we could just use a trailer just for the luggage, right? So I got one big bag, suitcase, and I mean, I loaded it up. I mean, it was so big and heavy, I could barely pick it up. And then I put it right there at the tailgate of the van. And I started with the, the youngest one and said, hey, we all work together in this family. Pick it up and put it in there. I gotta go, hurry up, get it in there. And they'd go over there and, Daddy, it's too heavy. Well, get your next sibling. So the next sibling, and the next sibling, finally to the oldest. And here comes Lauren. Dad! Too heavy. And I got all my kids and I looked at them. I said, you know, guys, I want you to remember this day. Don't ever forget it. Because this is going to be a life lesson. There will be times you will ask me a question and I'm going to look at you and I'm going to tell you that this question, the answer is too heavy for you right now. But when you get older and you get stronger and bigger in your mind and in your heart, 
I will be able to give you the answer. In the meantime, let daddy carry the answer. And I put it in the van. Of course, they look at me and go, whatever. <laughs> I was waiting for that moment of, whoa. Is this a dad joke again? But then came a question. It was too big of an answer for their little soul. I said, you remember that day? When you couldn't pick up the bag? Yes, Dad. And I said, you need to let me carry it because I can handle it? Yes, Dad. I said, let me carry the answer. And when you get older and you get bigger and you're ready, I'll let you carry the answer. But I carry it for now. I'm not hiding from you. I'm waiting till you're ready. You know... There's things in life that I think the Lord's telling us. I want an answer why they hurt me. I want to know why they did this to me. Why they rejected me. Why they abandoned me. Why they did what they did. How come? Maybe the Lord's wanting to say, let me carry it. Because I don't think in your soul you're ready for all the answers that the evil out there is all about. But Lord, I'm 155 years old. I'm still older than you, trust me. I don't have all the answers. How many parents have figured out, your kids have figured you out, you don't have all the answers. But we can still trust Him to carry the bag. Even when it makes no sense. For some of us, the process of sanctification, the process of taking these bags off, unfortunately, this process of letting go, it can be long and long, so much longer than we ever thought, and so much more difficult than we ever thought. The process of identifying our unwanted baggage can take a lot longer than you and I ever thought it should take. But the process of coming into the light, well, it may not be just a hop, skip, and a jump to get from one place to the next place in your walk with the Lord. There may be times when we need to believe that God is going to have to carry the bag until I can handle it. And the truth is, maybe I will never be able to handle it. Can I trust Him with that? Do I really, really trust Him? Even if I don't get my answer. That's when we need to be reminded that all things are possible with God. That we must be willing to trust not only God, but trust His process. Let's look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 3. It is God's will that you should be sanctified. But sanctification is a long process.
process. Doesn't take a day or a week or a three-month internship at some local church. It doesn't take a decade journey in the local church leadership program. You know what it takes? It takes all of that. It takes each and every experience of your life. The good, the bad, and the ugly. All those coming together and ultimately saying, I trust you with the good, the bad, and the ugly. God, I trust you when I don't understand. God, I trust you. And in all of that, all of a sudden, I go from just not only having God as my Savior, I go to sanctification. Catch that. It takes a lifetime, if not more, to figure this out. We get frustrated. You wonder why people leave the church? Why people backslide? This is one of them. This is taking too long, God. Hello? Are you there? What's really going on? They're struggling with their pain. They're struggling with their hurt. And they're wanting Jesus to come and help them. And he's not doing it on their timetable. How do I know? Been there. Done that. So let me ask you a question. And before you answer yourself, really, really think on this one. Do you really trust God? If your answer was a quick no and you don't care, that's a problem. Because the enemy of your soul has lied to you and you should be worried about that. If your answer was yes, just like that, you got a problem because you have a religious spirit. You think you're all that and then some. You sound like a Pharisee and a Sadducee. If you had to stop and think, you're humble. And that's where you need to be. Do you trust God with the plan? with the purpose that he has for your life? That God will work it all out for good? And there may be situations that the enemy of your soul meant for evil, and yet... <laughs> God will use each and every one of those painful hurts for good in your life and in other people's lives. If you have an answer to yes, I've got baggage, then today is a good day for you to let it go. To start the process now. So as we wrap it up, I want to draw your attention back to the words of Jesus in John chapter 10, 10. Famous verse, many of you probably have it memorized. The thief, let's say it with me, ready? Begin. The thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I have come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. 
The enemy wants to steal. He wants to kill. He wants to destroy you specifically. Did you know that? One of the ways this can be accomplished is by weighing you down with so much pain, so much trouble, that the baggage in your life will not allow you to go forward. It's interesting. Um, we used to do this thing back in the day when I was in, in sports. Matter, matter of fact, Miguel, come on up here, and I, I'm going to use this thing on your... Here we go. All right. Perfect. Thank you. So stand right there. And we used to do this, face that way, put this around your waist, and we used to do, put your arms around, and we used to do this with like jump ropes and stuff, and he would have to run from here to the other side. And you love being this guy behind him, because you, man, he's going as hard as he can, and I'm letting him, then I'm pulling really hard back and forth, and it was so much fun, he couldn't really get anywhere he wanted to go, because I controlled him like I would a horse. But then at some point in time, it flipped around, and then it was my turn, and he got to do it to me. Why couldn't I go forward? Why couldn't he go forward freely? Because I was holding him back. That baggage is equivalent to the enemy of your soul trying to find a way to hold you back from being able to go forward free. Free wherever God wants you to go. Jesus has come that we might experience abundant and full life. The light of the kingdom. Let's read this verse out of Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 to 3. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith. You know what this is going on here? We just read chapter 11. We get to chapter 12 and he says, therefore, we're surrounded by such. A, here's talking about all the heroes of the faith. Everybody. How great they were. A huge crowd of, what are they trying to say? Guys, you're not alone. These people all had issues. They're real people who struggled with real problems, just like you. And we've got a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith. To the life of being a Christian. Let us strip off. Every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, unforgiveness, bitterness, anger, rage, malice. What is it in your life that's causing you to walk around with this thing? He says to strip it away. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. That's sanctification. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people. Then you won't become weary and give up. How does he know that about us? Because God.
told him what to write. Because God knows you. He knows me. Do you trust God? Do you trust God with a plan and a purpose for your life? That He will work it all out for good? Whether you're young, whether you're old, do you really trust God? Do you trust Him more now than you did yesterday and 10 years ago? Then let's let it go. Strip off every weight, every bit of baggage that slows us down from the will of God in your life, in my life. Do you trust Him? Father, we come before you. And if we're honest, Lord, we all have had baggage. Or, Lord, we have baggage. And some, some of us, Lord, got rid of our bags but found a way to go get them and put them back on us again. Like a dog to the vomit. God, help us. Help us to let it go and not take it back. If you're here and you know the Holy Spirit's tugging on your heart, you know that there is something in your life that you need to let go of. You need to stop giving it a place in your life. It's impacting your relationships. It's impacting your marriage. It's impacting your place of vocation. It's impacting your future. Whatever it is. Even if it's guilt and shame. What is it that's weighing you down? If that's you and you're saying, Pastor, i got some baggage I want to let go of today. I want to pray in agreement with you. Would you just raise your hand? Praise God, praise God. Yes, yes, yes. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Father, I just pray right now for each and every person. It's being real with you. Maybe it wasn't their fault. Maybe it was their fault. Who cares? This bag's heavy. Oh God, it's time to let go. So that we could go forward in freedom. So we can fulfill the purposes you have laid out for our lives. Oh God, set the captive free. Lord, help us to take your burden. It's light. To take your yoke. It's easy. So God, I pray. I pray your will. I pray your way. I pray your joy unspeakable fall on this place. I pray that no more will those special people in our life be impacted by our baggage. That we could love them and hug them and hold them and bless them because we're not carrying baggage. Help us to let it go. In Jesus' holy name. Amen and amen. Well, we hope this message helps you to take your next step closer to Jesus. Here's a great question to ask yourself right now. How will I be different because of what I just heard today?
Well, for more info about us, go to rrf.church or find us on Facebook. I'm Pastor Marvin thanking you for taking the time to join us.